Not quite my tempo. It's all good. No worries. Here we go. I am your father. Snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? I'm always gonna love you. I'm always gonna love you too. Expecto Patronum! We all believe we'd run into the burning building. Avengers! Welcome to episode two of Fanatic Film Review. I'm your host, Jack Lauderay, and today, episode number two, we are talking about Dear Evan Hansen and going more in-depth about the toxicity of film Twitter and the over-hate of film. Very interested to talk about this today. It's something I've wanted to talk about more in-depth for a while because I see it all the time, but I think that this film is the perfect example of that, but... Before we get into that, we are going to get into the review that aired on my channel, Jack Lauderay. Here we go. Let's get into the review. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back into another video. And today is another movie review. This is the first movie review. Let me let me let me just let me take a sec. <clears throat> let me take a second check on my phone. This is the first movie review I've done since. Uh... Let me look. It's been been a hot minute. Uh, yeah, what I thought. Shang Chi a month ago. It's the first review I've done in a month, uh, and, you know, various reasons why I haven't done the reviews, but, uh, yeah, we're back with another review today. Very excited to, uh, talk about this one, because this is a very interesting one to discuss and dissect, and it's a lot more than just the film itself, but I think it's also about the, it's about social media and how we critique film and the over-hate and over-meme-meme-meme-meme-meme-meme-meme-meme-meme-meme-meme-meme-meme-meme-meme-meme-meme-meme-meme-meme-meme-meme-meme-meme-meme-meme-meme-meme-meme-meme-meme-meme-meme
she is fantastic in everything that she does and she brought it to this film now there are moments throughout this film not just with other characters not with just with caitlin deaver or ben platt that are a little melodramatic i understand that i saw that i thought they were a little out of place but again you also have to remember that this is being adapted from Broadway musical very different medium and from what i've heard from lovers of the from what i've heard what i've heard from lovers of the play this is a pretty pretty close adaptation to the musical to film so you got to look at it through that lens and that's that's what i think a lot of people aren't doing uh when they're when they're over critiquing and over uh, over hating this film i don't think they're looking at it through that lens the music obviously is fantastic. I think that that's one of the shining parts of the musical. And I think that that's a reason why people love the musical so much is the music. I I, I had only ever heard You Will Be Found ever. I hadn't heard any of the other music. So I was very interested. And you guys know I love musicals. So I was very interested to, to, to enjoy and embrace this music for the first time. And I did. And I thought it was fantastic. I thought it worked for the story. It was very emotional. That The last song... Um, that was played by connor was was very very emotional and and the music the music worked i really really liked it so the th the emotion here is resounding obviously this is a sad story we know this we know going in what it's about it tackles very deep themes um you know about you know mental health suicide things like that but the emotion works that doesn't always work and i'm gonna get into this with the writing i have the writing in negative um but when it needs to it works now you don't need to shove emotion in your face every five seconds which is is what they did in this film but there are the moments that are impactful the moments that kind of got me a little choked up and it did make me elicit certain emotions that i know it was going for so i got to give some respect to that i don't think the emotion is the best is is 100% great, but there are moments that really worked that left an impact that I really respected and liked. So, the emotion worked. Themes. The themes didn't always land, obviously. And again, I will dissect that more in the negative with the writing, but I think the intentions were there. I think that the portrayal of mental health and the overall message of you are not alone is resounding and yes the haters can hate on this movie all they want but in the end the story has the right intentions it may just not have been executed that well that's what i want to say about that i think that the themes about you are not alone you know there are people there for you to help if you need help those themes resound throughout this film they're just not always executed right so I, I have respect for the themes that they're trying to convey. I just don't always think that the execution was completely there. But again, I'll get into that in the negative. This film took risks. Did they always work? No, but I respect it for that. Um, I think the editing for some of this is very jarring and choppy. It was a choice they made. I will give them credit for taking the risk. It didn't work. Um, I think you edit it more lin linearly and not all cut up and, and jumping around. For some of the music sequences, I think it probably would have been better, but that's what they decided to do, and I'll give them credit for the risks. They just didn't really work. Uh, that's the good, uh, the kind of semi-lukewarm good, I guess. Um, but let's get into the bad. Amy Adams, what the heck are you doing in this film? What are you doing? 
this, so, so she is the most melodramatic of anyone in this movie. And I get that she's trying to play a grieving mother. I could never imagine a mother having to go through that. But it was weird. It was weird. She was weird in this film. And it didn't work. And I love Amy Adams. I think she's a really great actress. But she did not. She was, she was the most out of place part of this entire film. She's not good. And that pains me because I was excited to see her in the film. And she was not good. So, yeah, that's uh, th that's 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 the thing. Yeah. So the writing, obviously, that's that's the worst, not the worst part, but but one of the the, the parts of the film that struggles a lot. But I do want to make this point. Everyone is is everyone is taking that and making it about the film. It is a it is an adaptation of a Broadway musical. So everyone's saying that the writing sucks, that the writers are terrible. And they're, you know, that that's the whole reason for hating the film. But you got to remember that they are adapting to something that already exists. So maybe not, maybe not absolutely destroying the writers of the film. We should be looking at the writers of the play because they're the ones that originally wrote this. And I don't understand completely where all the hate's coming from. The story is not great at times. Uh, the next point I have is there's no consequences for really what what um, Evan does besides the fact that he loses the second family that he wishes he had. Now, yeah, that's pretty jarring for him, but in the grand scheme, there really isn't any consequences besides kind of just being hated by the school for doing what he did. So you know what? Actually, when I think about it, there are some consequences, but for what he does, the like the he's very manipulative. There's just not really not a lot of consequence there and there should be he's not that great of a person he does some bad stuff he over manipulates I, I i didn't like that but then you look on the flip side and he also is dealing with a lot there's a lot of things that that you know he, he he's not sure about but i'm trying to tiptoe because i don't want to piss anybody off um so yeah the writing isn't entirely strong there's a lot of a lot of uh things that I didn't enjoy about it. I don't think that it's very cohesive all the way through. I think that the 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 motivations of our character while they seem good at times are just not great. And again, it goes back to there not being any consequences for our main character for making those really bad decisions. Did have a knot in my stomach once the uh, letter went out and on, you guys if you I I'm going to tiptoe around that because that's spoilers. But once something happens in the third act and he is really backed into a corner, my stomach did drop because I'm like, this is not good. But he really didn't really didn't suffer anything other than not talking to the family anymore. That's kind of it. And that's uh, that's that's the thing. So I, I don't know. I'm a little lukewarm on the ride. I don't think it's great. Um, I think the story has good intentions like i said with the themes above but i just don't think that they were executed that well and whether that's the screenplay or some of the performances amy adams or some of the technical stuff which i don't you know i don't think the technical stuff is really that bad i think it's it's, it's fairly soundly done um i just think that the execution is poor in that that's that's what i'll say about it the third act is incredibly choppy the first two acts i could get on board with um I really didn't have a problem with anything really in the first two acts besides some of the manipulation of Evan. 
Um, but the third act really just kind of gets ridiculous. Not at all believable or real. I didn't really like it. I think the ending ends on a rather hopeful note, which I enjoyed, but the majority of the third act is just really poorly done and all over the place, and I didn't enjoy that about it. I, it all comes back to the writing. I think the writing tries to do too much, tries to convey too many themes, and then they have to resolve everything in the third act, which is a lot. And making Evan as unlikable of a character as he is, especially in the third act, was a sour choice for me. I didn't like that. Uh, so, I, I, you know, I, I think that there's a lot that could have been improved. I don't think it's the monstrosity everyone's made it out to be, but I do definitely think that there are issues with it. I don't think this is a perfect movie. You will see that in my rating. Um, I don't even give it like four, three and a half or four stars. Like I, it, I don't rate it that high, but I'm not going to give it a half a star. Like I think it's a relative, like I think there are good things about this movie. I think there are things that should be praised about this movie. I just don't think that everything should be praised. I think there are some problems with it. It's incredibly flawed. So what I'm going to continue to say about this movie it is incredibly flawed. But if you like the play, go watch it. If you're interested to see it, go watch it. It is got a lot of redeeming qualities about it. It's not a terrible film. Anyone that says that, I don't know what's up with them. I don't know. Obviously, it's their opinion, so I will respect their opinion. But don't listen to what anyone else has to say. If you're excited about this film and you see the critic reaction that's terrible, don't feel down. Still go watch it. You might enjoy it. That's all I'm going to say. This is a note I wrote at the bottom of my notebook. This is what happens when social media bands together to over-hate and over-meme a film. We see it time and time again. And this time, it just happens to be around this film. And that all started in the first trailer when we saw Ben Platt and everyone was saying, this is weird, why is a 20-something-year-old playing a high schooler? And then it snowballed and snowballed and snowballed into saying, okay, well, we didn't like that, so we're going to over-hate the film. That's, that's a problem with the film Twitter community and the, toxic, to, the toxicity of that community. You're not allowed to like something that other people don't like. And this film has gotten a bad rap. Again, it's incredibly flawed. There are things wrong with it, but it's not a half-star film. There's good redeeming things about it. So th this is the perfect the perfect example of, of Twitter just banding together and overhating a film because it's cool. I don't I don't like that. I've never been about that. I always go into films making my own opinion, and my opinion is that this film is not as bad as people are making it out to be. So if you were excited about this, still be excited, still go watch it. There are good things about it. That's what I'll say. So let's get into the point breakdown. Um, all right, here we go. Entertainment, 12 out of 15. I love musicals. I'm always going to be entertained going into seeing a musical. This is no different. I really enjoyed this. I had a, you know, I had a fun time with it, except for some of the other stuff. Performances, 12 out of 15. I think most of the performances here are pretty solid. I mean, it really is based around Caitlin Deaver and, and Ben Platt. They are the two that are really at the forefront of this, and they are both fantastic. So, yeah, Amy Adams lost them three points. There you go. Writing, 8 out of 15. Guys, that's a big drop. 
Um, so, you know, again, I don't think the writing's that great. I think that there are a lot of issues about it. And this is a heavily flawed film, especially in the writing. Direction, 8 out of 10. I think it's fine. There are some choices they made that I didn't love, but I think it's fine. Emotion, 8 out of 10. It gets melodramatic at times. The emotion didn't always hit, but there were enough impactful moments that did leave me kind of in shock. Excuse me. So, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. Cinematography, 7 out of 10. I didn't really notice it. Uh, I noticed the very jarring editing. I didn't really notice cinematography. It was fine. I saw I'd give it a 7 out of 10. Sound, 3 out of 5. Um, probably should have rated it a bit higher because I know that they did a lot of the singing practically. Got to give credit for that. But for now, I'll just give it a 3 out of 5. The score, I'll give a 5 out of 5. And the soundtrack, I consider score and soundtrack kind of the same thing. Um, I think it was really good. Like I said, that was one of the best parts of the film. So I gave that a 5 out of 5. Pacing, 4 out of 5. It actually did go by pretty quick. So that was pretty good. I gave rewatchability a 5 out of 5. I'll rewatch this at times. I, I think if I want to get really in my feelings or watch, you know, a really, really well, you know, a good musical, um, I'll watch this. So 5 out of 5 on that and an automatic 5 out of 5 points, which means if you did the math, I gave Dear Evan Hansen a 77 out of 100. I don't think it's the monstrosity everyone thinks it is. It's incredibly flawed, but there are things about it that are good. Obviously, I'm not going to rate it, you know, it, that's three out of five stars, so that's not great, but that's not bad. It's a middle-of-the-road film with some flaws That's that you know could be better. But in the end, I think it's overhated. I think it's misunderstood, and I think that there are people out there that are literally just hating it because other people are. And I don't like that. I don't think that that's the way that you should go. You should go in with your own opinion, your own reaction, and that's how you should do it. But guys, let me know down below in the comments, what did you think of Dear Evan Hansen? Did you like it? Did you hate it? Let me know why. Um, again, go check out the podcast, Fanatic Film Review. Going to get more in-depth about Dear Evan Hansen over there. And that's pretty much it, guys. I want to thank you all so much for watching. I want you guys to go some... Okay, can you subscribe, please, if you haven't already? I didn't do a cold open. I didn't want to annoy you guys with another cold open. I didn't I didn't want to do that to you. I didn't want to. We're two subscribers away. We are at 789 subscribers at the time of recording this video. I need two. I need two. I need two, y'all. Two that many i need two people to hit the subscribe button if you've not already please hit the subscribe button you can be subscriber number 800 that's pretty cool be subscriber number 800 go do it do it now go subscribe let's get to a thousand i love you guys i appreciate you have a great rest of your day and we'll see you in the next video all right that is it that is my that is my quick thoughts and review on dear evan hansen 77 out of 100 not too bad not great there are definitely things it struggles from there are definitely issues that are to be had but the thing i really want to get in depth here today about is is just the toxicity of social media and film twitter and the over hate and over memeing i will say of film i touched on this a little bit in the review but i want to get more in depth about it I, I I've always been I've always been one of the of the I've always been someone that is very opinionated and always always wants to have my own opinion. And, and and coming into film criticism, which which if you guys are not aware, I've been a film critic for about three years now. Um, coming into film criticism, I always told myself I would never bow down to what everyone else is thinking if i liked a film and everyone hated it 
I would openly say I liked it. If I hated a film and everyone liked it, I would openly say I hated it. That's just kind of how I've lived my life and and, and how I've composed myself as a, as a film critic is that if you come to me to get my opinion, I'm going to give you my opinion. I'm not going to give you the opinion of everyone else. I'm not going to give you the opinion of the masses and the crowds. I'm going to give you my opinion and what I think about the film and why. Why I like the film or why I hate the film. The trend that I see more and more now than ever is the overhate of a film and this I don't want to say mob mentality, but it kind of is like a mob mentality of people just hating on it because that's what everyone else is saying. Now, let me let me be very clear before I go more in depth. If you genuinely don't like a film and that is your thought, your opinion, then I respect that. I'll always respect someone's legitimate opinion. Always. I'm never going to say that someone's wrong for their opinion. But what I will say is, if you're having that opinion because that's what everyone else is saying, I I don't I, I don't really trust kind of what, what what you're trying to do. You know, I think that that's that that's just it's not based on much merit. So Dear Evan Hansen is the perfect the perfect example of this because you know we had the first trailer come out months ago you know i don't know a few months ago and we see we see ben platt who this was his role this was his role on holly on broadway this was the role that he made his own he was the debut person to play evan and it, it's his role so we see him in this you know as a high schooler and he's a little older he's a little older i mean how old is he uh let me let me look it up as as we're talking here um so we see we see Ben Platt in this role. He's 28 years old. Ben Platt's 28 years old. We see Ben Platt in this role, and everyone instantly decides, based on one two-minute trailer, that this is going to be a monstrosity of a film. They're going to hate this film. I don't like this film. All for the fact that we have Ben Platt, who's 28 years old, playing a high schooler. And that started to resonate around film Twitter. Film started to get memed. More people started to come out in response to the hate, saying that they were going to hate this film, this film was going to suck, this film is the next Cats, which is just a monstrosity of a take. Cats, objectively, was not good. It was not a good movie. It was a terrible adaptation of that play. Where Dear Evan Hansen may not be the best movie, it definitely has flaws. Like I said in my, I said in my review, the, the writing's not great. You know, there's no consequences for our character of Evan. Evan is a very unlikable character. There's a lot that's not great about it, but there's a lot that also is. And Ben Platt. The person that everyone was memeing and everyone was saying he's the reason why this movie's going to be so bad was one of the best parts, in my opinion at least. So I've got an issue with someone, with people taking one little thing about one little trailer, which again is only two minutes, two to two and a half minutes of footage, and instantly 
making a generalization about a film they haven't even seen yet. And then carrying that all the way over into the film, and then already coming in with a preconceived notion that it's going to be bad. And then tearing it to shreds because you already have the preconceived notion that it was going to be awful. I don't like that. I don't respect that. I do not respect people that do that. Now, there are a lot of people that don't like the film, and they have valid reasons for not liking it. And again, I want to make it very clear. If you went in with a clean slate, and you genuinely didn't like it, and you have your reasons why you don't like it, I will respect that. I will respect that. But there is that crowd of people that like that love, that love to over-meme and over-hate film just because it's funny that that overtake film Twitter. And I, it, and I don't like that. I don't see the merit in that. Why? Why? If you like a movie, you like a movie. If you don't, you don't. You don't need to make people feel small for liking a movie that you don't like. Spider-Man Twitter, I'm sorry. You guys are the worst. <laughs> You're the worst. Um, but I just... This is something I've wanted to talk about for a while and really examine for a while because I see it every week. A new trailer comes out and it, people find a reason to scrutinize it. They find a reason to start the horde once again. And this film is just the newest uh, the newest part of that. And I feel bad for that because there are a lot of people that grew up loving the play, resounding with the play, really taking what the play had to offer and and, and feeling something. And then they, they, they are so excited to finally see this movie and see it just hated and dragged through the mud on social media. I mean, all for a cheap laugh. How, how do you think that makes those people feel? I, I just, I, it just, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. I, I am all for having your own opinion. All for it. But there's got to be merit there. There's got to be reasons. There's got to be valid, reason, valid reasons. Ben Platt, 28-year-old playing a high schooler, I don't really think is that valid of a reason because then you go watch the movie and he's actually one of the best parts. So I just have an issue with that. But 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 more about the film itself. Again, like I said, the writing's not great. You know, I, I do want people to know that I like I'm defending the film to a point, but it's not a perfect film. Like I really want to make that clear. The writing here is not great. But again, also, I don't necessarily completely blame that on the screenwriters. This was based on a play that came before. So I don't know what you want me to tell you. This isn't an original idea. This is not original from the writers. This is an adaptation of a play. But yeah, there's no consequences for 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 Evan. I don't like that. I think some of the things he does, the mental manipulation, the manipulating of people is not good. Uh, I, I, I don't think that that sets a very good example, and I don't think that that is something that people should strive to be, <laughs> genuinely. Um, I also don't think Evan is very likable of a character. I think he is definitely struggling with a lot. I think that that is something that, you know, needs to be looked at. And, you know, pe people can go and do bad things if they are really hurting. But that doesn't excuse the fact that he is an extremely unlikable person. And his manipulation of other people is not right. 
It's not. But in the end, this is about a kid that's broken, that sees a glimmer of what he would like to see in his life, and for a second just, you know, just just tries to do everything he can to hold on to that, that little piece of life that he actually thinks is good. And that's, you know, in the end, I mean, that, that's that's really the core of the story, you know, and, and, and the, the, the whole fact that if you're struggling, if there's something wrong, there are people there to help you. And that resounds with everyone. Because every, because you know, a lot of people, a lot of people are dealing with things in their life. You know, it could be up to depression and anxiety. It could just be a little bit of day-to-day stress. I mean, everyone's dealing with something. You know, if you feel like you're struggling, there are people there to help you, always. And that's that's a theme that is conveyed throughout this story, which I think is good. You know, people, the, the over hate drowns out the good. And this is a very important theme and topic that we're talking about here. That's being drowned out by all the hate and all the memes. And I don't like that. I don't think that that's right. Because this of all things, these themes about finding help, about people being there to help you, with things like mental health, which is such a, such a, which is a thing that so many people struggle from today. For those themes to be drowned out by the hate and the memes and all of that and the toxicity, it just doesn't feel right to me. It leaves a sour taste in my mouth. And that's what the that's what that's what happens. That's what happens. And it's not good. And I don't like it. I'm sorry, I don't like it. But that's just me. I digress. But again, Dear Evan Hansen, 77 out of 100. That's three out of five stars on Letterbox. I I I enjoyed a lot about it. I think Ben Platt and Caitlin Deaver are really good. I really like the music. Again, this is my first real real um, exposure to the music. I've only ever heard You Will Be Found. Um, so this was, this was my first exposure to the rest of the music. I think it's, it's really good. And I think the emotion works for a lot of this. I think it hits, it, it hits hard, it resounds. And again, it goes back to some of the themes. Now, all the themes are not great. Again, this writing is not solid at all. There's a lot of problems with this writing. But I think to the core, the themes about mental health and trying to, you know, overcome and, and, and get help. I think that those themes are the important ones, and those are the ones that people need to, to take when they leave the theater. You know, those are the important ones. So, there you go. That's my review of Dear Evan Hansen and my examination of the toxicity of film Twitter and the over-hate and over-memeing of film. But I want you guys to go... I see. So, I'm new to podcasting, as you guys know. I don't really know how this all works. I'll rate, review, subscribe. If you have not already, that, that really does mean the world. I'm trying to, you know, grow this out, make this a little bit bigger. I want to get some guests on and, and do some more stuff with this. Um, I don't know how, you, like, if there's, like, there's not, like, a comment section, I don't think. I, I sound stupid, but, again, I, you guys know I've never podcasted before. Um, if there's not, go to my Twitter or my social media and let me know what did you think of the film. What did you think of the film? Uh, did you like it? Did you hate it? Let me know why. Let me know what you think about any of the thoughts we talked about today. I'd really be interested to hear your guys' take on this. Again, if you, if your if your opinion if if your legitimate opinion is that you don't like the film and you have reasons to back it up, I will always respect that. It's the people that hate and over hate and meme for no reason that make me mad. 
that those are the people. It's not the people that legitimately don't like and they have reasons for that. I respect film critics. I respect film criticism. I respect your opinion. It's the people, and you know, you, those people know who they are. And you, and you guys, the listeners, know who those people are. Those are the people that I have a problem with. But I want you guys to go, go one, follow me on Twitter. It's it, The link's down below in the description. Go to my Twitter. Let me know what you thought about the film. And let me know what you thought about what I talked about today. I'd really like to hear your guys' thoughts. But guys, that's pretty much it. I want to thank you all so much for listening. Uh, you can go check out my uh, full review on my YouTube channel. Uh, go go subscribe to my YouTube if you have not already. We are very, very close to 800 subscribers. And if, if you've not already checked it out, it does mean the absolute world. We do a lot more over there than just movie reviews. There's a lot of fun film content that we're doing over there. But... Yeah, guys, that's pretty much it. This is the first actual podcast I'm doing. I did the Suicide Squad one, but that was a live stream on my YouTube channel. Um, this is the first actual like audio-only podcast episode that I'm doing, and it's fun, and I'm really looking forward to doing more of these for you guys. But thank you all so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day, your evening, your night, whatever you guys are doing, and we'll see you next week for another episode of Fanatic Film Review. Yeah.